On this week's episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast, Tyler Johnson tells you how you can elevate your mindset to elevate your life. Welcome back, competitors, to the Compete Everyday Podcast. My name is Jake Thompson. I'm excited you are here. Whether this is your first episode or you've been with us for 150 plus of them, I'm excited to get to hang out with you a little while today and introduce you to my friend, Tyler Johnson of Elevate, Educate, Rejuvenate. Tyler's a speaker and coach. He's a certified trainer and a high-performance coach with the Pro Athlete Advantage. He works with high school and college athletes and based out of the Colorado area. We talked today about the importance of building your mindset. What does it look like to elevate your mindset and approach to everything that we do. How do you balance everything? Tyler and his wife just welcomed in their second child. He's got a business of his own. He's part of another group with Pro Athlete Advantage and also works with high schools in the area. And so how does he intentionally carve out and build his day? So for those listening that feel like there's just not enough hours in the day, I'm going to challenge you to listen in on this episode and ask yourself, is it the hours you're running out of or that you're lacking the right focus? As always, to get in touch with the show, email me at podcast at competeeveryday.com. It comes right to my inbox. I read each and every one. And for those of you that have reached out and said hi before, you know I'm going to say hi back, send you a quick note. And sometimes I'll even send a nice little surprise that you can use at competeeveryday.com. Next week is Thanksgiving, and it is also the kickoff of holiday shopping season. We have 20 brand new releases coming for Black Friday. So everything on our shelves will be limited release. It is a one-time run. It is our black-white collection because, as you know, competing every day, there is no gray area. There is no trying. There is no want to. You are or you aren't. There is no gray. It's black or white, plain as day. You're either getting after it towards your goals and your best life or you're not. So that's going to release to our email list on Wednesday. That's right, one week from today, November 27th. And then general public release will be Friday at 12.01 a.m. for Black Friday. So to get on the count for that, go to competeeveryday.com, sign up for the newsletter, or if you want to wait and take your chances that we'll still have your size Friday when we do the drop, We'll see you just after midnight on Friday. Now, let's get on with the show. Let me welcome in this week, Tyler Johnson. All right, Tyler, welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. How are you doing today? Excellent, excellent. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, no, I'm excited to have this conversation. I know we just shared offline that you and I have been connected online for a while uh, through our mutual connection, James Leith, uh, and just the small world that seemingly uh, find myself in, in in terms of people working in the mental performance side, people on the speaking spy side. How, how can we help people really tap into that mindset a little bit more uh, for a little bit of a competitive advantage? How do we get a little more comfortable being uncomfortable uh, better with our focus and the things that we're doing on a day-to-day basis. So before we dive in and, and kind of talk shop, yeah. tell everyone a little bit about the work you do now, because I know you've got your hands in a ton of projects as well as you just shared. You are uh, just welcomed a new baby to the family, number two. So you are really burning <laughs> the candle at both ends right now. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So uh, father of now two. Um, 
currently uh, with my own small business, Elevate, Educate, Rejuvenate. Uh, work with athletes and coaches on kind of some of the mental performance stuff, leadership, uh, curriculum things there. Um, recently this fall, just kind of uh, through a relationship I've had with Ed McCaffrey, um, working over at uh, Valor Christian High School with some uh, kind of as the director of football operations is my title, but working on some of the stuff that uh, I do naturally through Elevate and Educate and then um, some other things helping the kids with academics, recruiting and positioning themselves for uh, success on and off the field. And uh, so pretty busy and then uh, kind of part of how I got into some of the work I do both at the school and, and through my own uh, journey, uh, still do some work uh, for a nonprofit called Positive Coaching Alliance as well. So, Awesome. Well, you, what I find interesting about the work you're doing now is most people would assume right out of the gate, you kind of have to dive into a track. We still, for some reason, have this mindset that whatever we major in in college is what we have to do with the rest of our lives. And then once we get into a job, we're, we're kind of stuck there. But you started working with the Nuggets, uh, I believe in sales, and then started pivoting and moving more and more toward this coaching profession. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, played college football at a small school in Northern Iowa. Um, was in the business school there. Really, you know, I joked that what I learned in the business school is that I didn't want to work for 80% of the businesses. And um, so, you know, wanted to figure out how to work in sports. Originally went to Chicago, um, got an internship, and then was able to get hired full-time with the Chicago White Sox. So spent about five seasons there. And then through some life journey kind of things and adjustments, wanted to get out to Colorado and, and then started kind of a similar uh, business job with the Nuggets here. And then it was my second year uh, in the NBA, 2011-12 season, I think it was, there was a lockout. And so that's when I kind of like got connected to some, you know, one had some extra time on my hands that I wasn't used to. And then connected with a guy that introduced me to uh, the nonprofit that I mentioned, Positive Coaching Alliance. And then you know, really kind of soul searching and through my own journey through sports as a, as a high school athlete, college athlete, and seeing things on the professional side from the business standpoint, you know, wanted to find uh, more fulfillment and service through um, one, help and avoid pitfalls that I think I've stumbled upon on my journey. And then um, other ones that, you know, through amazing relationships with coaches and teammates that I, I had seen a lot and wanted to find a, a better way to help uh, young people through sports. That's awesome. I, I like that. And, and obviously pivoting and adjusting and, and refocusing is a lot of the things that you do on a, a daily basis in terms of helping athletes. I mean, we've got to be able on sports side, you got to be able to make an adjustment. If you have a bad play, if you make a bad pass, bad shot, how do you refocus for that next play? Same as in life. Once you start going down a path, how do you refocus so you don't continually almost just focus on that sunk cost, that time spent there continuing yeah. to pour down that, that loss. One of the unique things that I, I like about your work that I think uh, parallels some of the things that we do as well is that you do a lot of work with high school, but as well as you've got your hands working with business leaders too, teaching them a lot of the same things. It's, it's not just athletes that need mental performance coaching. It's actually business people, everyone actually in life because it sets us up so well for success uh, in everything that we try to do. 
what are some of the, the, I guess, the aspects that you see most often when working with athletes that you also see commonly with the business leaders, leaders you've had the opportunity to work with? Um, I think it's, you know, it's, as you probably see often too, I think one, it's just that uh, building that belief in yourself. I think sometimes through our athletic journeys, we're surrounded by coaches and teammates that, that help, help us do that. Um, where then you get in the dynamic of the professional world and sometimes it's hard to have those circles where people are really helping you build your confidence or uh, pulling it, pulling it in the right direction. So um, one, I, I think just, you know, having that re reminder to yourself of that you have the capacity, you see it from, from teenage athletes to college athletes to, to myself sometimes, you know, and, and how do you, you know, continue to build your confidence. And, and I think one of the things I always tell kids is, you know, you've got to build that belief in yourself because, you know, you're going to need the confidence before you have the experience, you know, whatever goal you're after, you know, to be a varsity, this, or, or get a scholarship, whatever that experience is, you got to have that, the confidence to, to step right into that when that opportunity presents itself. So um, continue to always, you know, build your belief based on, on your core values and not what the external world's trying to pull you in, I, I think is one of the, the things I think, no matter where you're at, is fundamentally gonna help you, you know, day to day, week to week. Well, one of the things you mentioned there as well is, is growing and building our capacity. And for a lot of us, we tend to get stuck with these self-limiting beliefs, this fixed mindset that our capacity is capped. Wherever we are right now, that is, that is our full capacity. So, how do you challenge your athletes? And I'm asking from a perspective of perhaps a parent's listening and they're seeing their kids struggling with this idea of a ceiling and a limit. How do you get those kids and, and challenge them to start looking at the idea that they have more capacity within them, just like they would during a workout. Like you're not going to die with 20 seconds left when your brain's like, you got to stop running. Like coach is yelling, you're going to keep running. If the game's on the line, right. 15 seconds left, it doesn't matter how tired you are. You somehow find that will. How do you encourage that in life for those kids? Oh, I mean, I think you have to be intentional and consistent with it. Um, it is the first thing. And um, I heard the term recently, uh, cognitive reserve. I don't, I don't know what, what I was listening to or, or heard it, but, uh, you know, I think when we don't have that capacity is, is where we lose our focus. And so much these days is about, especially with kids, maintaining that focus and, you know, not letting a bad play or a bad call affect us. And especially I think, uh, with young athletes, um, those things affect them more just with their emotional capacity and, um, their cognitive reserve is always constantly being recharged and sometimes it's being recharged from sources that, it, you know, maybe aren't from that core belief, that core value system. And so it gets them to uh, expend, you know, energy in a wasteful way. So I, I think one, it's always about how do you re regain that focus? Um, there's so many distractions in our world, whether it's, it's in the sports realm or, or sitting at your desk trying to accomplish a, a blog or a video or something like that. Um, how do you be intentional and how do you be consistent? And um, one with coaching kids, I, I, the trust level has to be consistent. And when you break that level of trust or your kids see through that inconsistency, it's really going to inhibit your ability to, to coach them up on 
you know, these moments that are, are critical, whether it's on the field or off the field through adversity or whatever they're struggling with. So awesome. Well, I, so well, let's switch gears briefly because one of the things I, I really like uh, is your Instagram handle and really your business name about <laughs> elevating, educating, and rejuvenating. Yeah. Where, where did that idea come from of, of elevating, educating them, and then helping rejuvenate just the mind, the body, the spirit? Yeah, I think um, the genesis, I think, was kind of when I, when I was a college athlete. I didn't, you know, call it that or, or have it labeled as such. But um, part of that aha moment of, man, there's a lot of guys that have the same talent and speed and strength that I do as a college athlete. And, you know, if I want to achieve the things that I want to achieve, like, man, one, I got to, like, bring, bring a better attitude every day. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of opportunities for discouragement in that environment and, you know, just be the most positive person, especially as a, a defensive back that, you know, you're going to get beat, have a short memory, you know, line up again. And so one, it was, you know, have a positive attitude. And then, um, there's great athletes around me. So learn from them, ask questions. There's, you know, my coach had coached Rodney Harrison, who, uh, was in the NFL and man, absorb as much as I could. So whether it was from uh, books in the classroom or coaches and players on the field, you know, educate myself. And then, uh, you know, if you're going to bring a good attitude and take the time to ask questions and seek out new things to learn, you know, you've got to rejuvenate those things into your habits, your daily routine. Otherwise you're just wasting your time. It's one thing to know things, but what things after you acquire the knowledge about them, can you try them out in your life? You know, put them in, for a little bit of time, a week, a day, a month, and see if that helps you rejuvenate your routine. So how, uh, so one of the other things along those lines is you're someone that's constantly in service to others. You have other audiences, you're working with high school kids, you work with business leaders. You're constantly in a position, whether it's online or offline of serving, adding value, pouring out into others. How do you create the time or the space to one, rejuvenate and, and repair yourself, rest, recover, uh, but as well constantly be learning and, and growing so that you're continually able to add value. I, I think today it's so easy for us to get in this mindset that if we're serving, we're pouring into others, we don't have time to take care of ourselves. We don't have time to learn to grow. When in reality, I think, and I think you would agree with this, unless we're taking time to rest, recover, learn, and grow, we can't add that value to others. Yeah, I think it's it's the old cliche, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I think I, you know, my late 20s learned that the hard way a little bit and, um, you know, found discouragement that, you know, trying to please everyone and, and be the everything to everyone, eventually you're going to be nothing to, to yourself, I think. So um, kind of having, you know, gone through tough times that, with that, I, I think it's Something for me, you know, physical fitness, I know for you too, you know, having a routine there and having goals there uh, is something that, that helps fuel a positive mindset, you know, so I can serve my family, the, the you know, schools or athletes I'm working with, the coaches that I'm connecting with. Um, so, you know, healthy food, all these different elements that we talk about as an athlete, I think come into play when, you know, you really want to serve and serve at a different level that you got to look at the aspects that you know, can help you, you know, all the little ways throughout the day. So um, definitely, you know, for me, meditation, physical fitness, uh, diet, and things like that, and trying to cultivate healthy relationships with those I surround myself with um, is what I think allows me to be able to 
have the aptitude and, and attitude to reach out and continue to serve others. It's funny, the, uh, the things that can make you successful in sports uh, also make you successful in life. It's, it's not a very different parallel. With, no. with that, with your hands in a number of things, with you still creating the space for uh, recovery, for focus, with obviously balancing a wife and, and two kids, those healthy relationships, I'm curious how you intentionally control your day, how you're able to fit it in or at least prioritize it. So for someone listening that feels like they just don't have enough hours in the day, I, I think that's our common excuse we all have. We have families, we have responsibilities, we have work. Yeah. How are you able to prioritize and be intentional with how you spend that day? Yeah, so uh, a good mentor and buddy of mine named uh, Matt Phillips uh, lives out here in Denver, uh, works with entrepreneurs, coaching kind of space as well. Um, he had this idea that, it, you know, he called it big mo and like how do you create momentum and so sometimes it was just focusing on you know one thing for a week and you know just create a chart each day you do it make an x right very simple that simplistic idea um so i kind of do that uh, on a week to 10 day basis in a little notebook and just the things in you know my health my mindset so for me there's usually you know did i meditate did i did i spend some time in a gratitude journal did i work out um, did I spend some time in a book today? Uh, what things did I do for my company to move them forward? Just, you know, usually eight to 10 things that I know if I accomplish the majority of those on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm going to create a, a daily momentum and a weekly momentum that a lot of those things are just going to happen by, by fuel, just in a little bit less intention by having them down. So, um, also with the same element and doing that, not having bad judgment on, on yourself. So sometimes like you said, a wife, kids working with a football team. Uh, we got school snowed out trying to practice different things. Uh, you're going to get things that you're not always going to get to those things. But I know that if I work to take care of the core of those things, I'm going to create momentum and I'm going to be able to have enough in my cup to, to accomplish the things I need to for others. And I love the, the way you said that, especially when it comes to things coming into play outside of our control because it's really hard for us to just focus on, we just lost a day of school because of snow and, and this has changed up my schedule. And you're constantly replaying and refocusing on what happened instead of what's still in my control to keep building momentum. So I loved hearing that from you. Uh, and I know our listeners can start to relate. They're, they're seeing some of the dots connect uh, in ways that they can start prioritizing and being intentional with their schedule, as well as when those things happen, how do you still find a way to create just a little bit of momentum having that proper mindset and mental framework. Tyler, man, how can people get connected with you? Because one, as I know from following you online, you put out a ton of valuable content on social media around building your habits, your mindset, uh, obviously everything that has to do with elevating your life, educating your mindset and, and really being continually rejuvenated. So how can we get connected with you on social as well as uh, where can we find your website and learn more about you? Yeah. So, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, if you look up Elevate Educate, and that's kind of with the number eight in there, which is part of the old adage, you know, fall down seven, get up eight. Yep. So that's kind of part of the uh, why all the things end with that eight. I was thinking it was your football number in, in, in school. No, I, I was a number six uh, was my number. But, um, yeah, the eight was more of that, you know, kind of that old proverb of, yeah. you know, fall down seven, get up eight. So. Um, you cycle through that, but, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, if you search elevate 
uh, educate, which E-L-E-V, the number eight, and then E-D-U-C, the number eight. Uh, you'll see it pop up. Um, I've also got a blog. If you search the Elevate, Educate, Rejuvenate, you'll find it there. And uh, revamping a, a website, and that'll be coming out. And then um, excited uh, here in the new year, going to have a podcast coming out. We're excited to have you coming back uh, to be on that. Um, have some other amazing guests that we've recorded with and lined up. So um, find us there and, and uh, always come back and listen to my man Jake here. Yeah, man, we will. Uh, I'm excited for our conversation. Uh, I've already seen you teasing a few of the guests you have for 2020. Uh, and so we'll be linking to that here in the show notes. So when that, that podcast goes live after the new year, if somebody's finding this show in, in 2020, uh, they can quickly access your file uh, and obviously all your links and show. Man, Tyler, thanks for hanging out today, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It was great to chat with you and uh, hang out here for a little bit. Thanks again, competitors, for tuning in to the Compete Everyday podcast. As always, get in touch with the show by emailing us at podcast at competeeveryday.com. And don't forget to use your 15% off discount code podcast on any purchase at competeeveryday.com. I can't wait to see you again next week. And until then, keep competing every day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. Visit CompeteEverydayPodcast.com to learn how you can get connected with other everyday competitors. Contact the show and find resources to help compete for your best life.